Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about yesterday. We got to talk about last night. All right. Let's talk about last night. Fine. We can. I think it was a movie about that, as a matter of fact. We got to talk about last night or about last night. No, about last night. That's what it was. About last night. That's a classic. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Uh, I'm bummed. I'm also, I also am uh, going to tell you that this is not 2024, it's 2023, so we got to remember that. we got to keep that in mind. But hey, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated with the lack of voter turnout. That's the big thing, and that's the big takeaway. No question about it. And um, a buddy of mine sent a good point. He said, you know what? Republicans complain, but they don't show up on Election Day. 34% turnout is not going to cut it. When we're outnumbered three to one. And what can you say to that? I mean, the turnout was abysmal. It was abysmal by Republican voters. And so we got to figure out why we have to try to understand why that is. The turnout's the issue. I mean, that's the problem. That, that's the that's the disease. Now we have to figure out how we got there. You know, it's like. What what's what's the problem? Why why are we having bad turnout? Well, you know, it's like look at it like it's uh, your your heart. Are you smoking? Are you eating too much? Too many too many. Uh, well, it's not red meat. They used to say it was red meat, but it's not red meat anymore. Right? Too many carbs. What's what's going on here in your life that is leading you <coughs> to, as Republicans to have such terrible turnout? That's the question. Now, it'd be like if you went to a psychiatrist. All right, we know you're depressed, but why? What's going on in your life? What what are all the Tell me the, the circumstances. We know the diagnosis. You're not, you're not showing up. We, we know that. But why not? What's going on here? And then we got to figure it out from there. I, I reject the notion this has anything to do with Donald Trump. I, I reject the notion this has anything to do with MAGA or MAGA extremism or anything else, at least in our area, in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. I, I, re, I reject that. I do think, obviously, abortion is an issue. I think that the uh, loss of... Judge Carolyn Carluccio to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court says a lot about that because obviously she was pummeled by Planned Parenthood and NARAL and the other pro-abortion groups. So no, no doubt that's an issue that's going to be a major, major issue on 2024's ballot. No doubt. I reject the notion, though, that that means that only pro-abortion candidates can win, number one. And number two, I reject the notion that because what happened in Ohio happened, that that means that that's the reason why somebody lost in the third legislative district of New Jersey or the fourth legislative district of New Jersey, because I'm looking at the numbers and the, the numbers speak for themselves. The, 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 the absolute unquestionable reality of everything we're looking at is that Republicans, despite all the frustrations, despite everything, didn't come out to vote. And I don't know why. And I'm trying to understand it. And I'm hoping you can help me understand it, too. We all got to figure it out. Otherwise, we're going to lose in the future. We're going to lose. But I think it's very easy to come and rush to judgment and say, Donald Trump, this is about Donald Trump. This is Donald Trump. Uh, Trump wasn't on the ballot yesterday. It was an off-year election. 
It was an off-year election with historically low turnout, and that's the reality of the situation. That's what we were dealing with. So we got to look at it that way. And we have to then try to figure out the reason why Republicans are not voting and the reason why Democrats are. And we have to try to understand how it is that Democrats are so far advanced from Republicans in mail-in voting and the ballots. And they have that, that game down to a science. And we got to figure out why Republicans don't have that yet. And if we don't, we're going to lose again. We're going to lose in the future. No question about it. But I think we have to be we have to be rational and grounded here as we also look at this. And I got a text from somebody today who I admire very, very much that, you know, this shows that Donald Trump can't win in 2024. And if he's the nominee, we're going to lose. I, I don't think that's true. I don't think it's true at all. I think that this, these are separate elections. I think that every election is different. I really do. I think every election is different. But why didn't people turn out? And the same thing happened with Jack Chidrelli when he ran for governor of New Jersey a couple years ago. And it looked like he was going to win, even though the polls said he was going to lose. And hundreds of thousands of Republicans stayed home and he lost. Why did why did 400,000 Republicans stay home in that election? They're not happy with King Philip the Unaccountable, and yet they didn't come out to vote. And Democrats, they just get it all in the mail. They just do the mail-in ballots. They don't worry about it. They don't. Nobody gets inconvenienced. So as I was driving home from work last night, I stopped off at my precinct and I put myself in the mind of somebody who had a really long day and wanted to see the kids before bedtime. There was a little bit of an accident and I was running a little bit late and I got to the polling place at 745, you know, but I didn't get to say goodnight to the kids. And I hate that because I love saying goodnight to the kids. I love doing that at night. I love doing bedtime. And Patrick was still up, so I got to say goodnight to him. And actually, Reagan was still up because Reagan is a monster and you can't put her to sleep. She goes to bed when she wants to. It's up to her. It's on her terms. Everything's on Reagan's terms. Nobody can tell Reagan what to do. Uh, anything. She's three years old with, and she controls the universe. So she and Patrick were still up, even though Reagan was yelling from her bed. But I kept thinking, if I'm driving home and I don't have, if I'm not invested in this election, I may just say the hell with it and just go home. I obviously... I'm invested. So I took the time to stop and get out of the car and vote. But I think that that's the issue, though, and why the mail-in balloting thing keeps working in Democrats' favor is they don't allow anything to chance on Election Day. I was looking last night before the, the, the precincts were reporting. I went on to the New Jersey Department of Elections website, and they had already posted the provisional ballots and the, or sorry, the absentee ballots and the mail-in ballots and the, and the, and the Dropbox ballots. And I saw that Democrats already had leads in all of these targeted districts. And I thought to myself, this is not a good sign because that means then they've already had a lead in this in terms of that organization that unless the Republicans have a supercharged turnout on Election Day, it's going to be very tough to overcome these numbers. And it was very tough to overcome those numbers. The provisional ballot, I keep saying provisional, I don't mean that, I'm sorry, the, the drop box ballot, the ballot you place into a box, the ballot you put into a mailbox, the ballot you return, those ballots were all, all of them, in all these districts that I was looking at last night, they were all Democrats. Democrats were leading in all these districts. In the school board elections that I, were, that I was following, the candidates that were the Democrats, the liberals, again, same situation. Before the precinct, before a single precinct had even reported a a single number last night, those candidates were in the lead just based on early voting. They they were already in the lead by a a lot. They were in the lead. So then you have to rely on turnout on Election Day. This is the problem. I'm telling you this. I've been in politics a long time and I and 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 I I don't I, I have a problem on days like today. When people give me the 30,000 foot view and say it's because of Trump or it's because of Senate. No, it's not. You know what it's about? It's about the fact that there are people who had something better to do last night with their time than vote or something to do with their day. That was more important to them than vote. That's it. That's it in a nutshell right there. As much as they're frustrated, they didn't they didn't show up. It's just look at the science. You, you can opine philosophically about Donald Trump and abortion. You can do all those things. And yes, I'm not I'm not discounting the fact that. The abortion issue, particularly in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court case, played a massive role in this. They were killing Judge Carolyn Carluccio on the issue. But my point is that just take New Jersey's districts, for example. Look at where Ed Durr was defeated. Look at where in the fourth district where 
you had the Democrat win running phantom candidates and you had, what, 34 percent Republican turnout. That's it. If it's even that high at the end of the day, when you separate all the other things. So clearly people get busy. We're all busy. We all have kids or we have grandkids and we've got jobs or we have errands to run or something. And unless there's a real passionate stake in it, for a lot of people, they're saying, eh, I don't even even know who's on the ballot. I don't even care. I I don't even know what's going on. And they just decide to keep on going and not pull into the lot of the polling place. And that's how I'm That's how I look at this. These turnout numbers were abysmal. And I don't think it's because Republicans wanted to send a message that they hate Trump. I don't think it's because of that. I don't think it's because of MAGA. I think it's because people are busy, probably busier than they've ever been before. And so getting them to vote before Election Day has got to be the Republicans goal. It just has to be. It has to be. I know I'd love to wave a magic wand and make everybody have to vote in person on Election Day with a paper ballot and a receipt. I would. I'd wave that magic wand tomorrow, but it's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They are never going to get rid of mail-in balloting. They are never going to get rid of drop boxes. They should. You should only be allowed to, 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 to vote by mail for very extreme circumstances. And these drop boxes are a joke and they can be abused and the cheating occurs and everything else. But they're not going anywhere. So I always tell you, I live in the real world, not the world I want to live in where I can eat pizza all day and not get fat, and I could, I could drink wine on the air all day and not get drunk. I live in the real world where those things have consequences, and I just diagnosed the issue. Well, I diagnosed what the condition is. I, if, if I were a doctor, and I'm not, obviously, although I play one on TV, a very handsome one, I would, I've just diagnosed the issue being lack of voter turnout. Now we've got to figure out the reason why. Now we've got to figure out all the, uh, all the reasons that led to this prognosis, this disease. What is it? And is it the fact that the candidates aren't inspiring enough? I don't know. I've heard that theory, too. But, but there were lots of different candidates. You tell me all of them were uninspiring? I don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe that for a second. Sure, some were, but not all of them. So I don't, I, I just, again, these, these big pronouncements that people make on days like today, where they think they can, they can boil it down to Trump, or they can boil it down to uninspiring candidates, or they can boil it down. I, it's complicated. The bigger question is, Why are people feeling like they don't have a stake in these elections if they're not presidential elections? Because the same thing happened in 2022 in the red wave, and it wasn't a presidential election. It wasn't a presidential election year. So what's the disconnect here? That's what I think we got to figure out. That's what I think we have to figure out. And I think, again, the problem that I'm having with a lot of political analysts today is that they're trying to take situations where you had dozens and dozens of candidates in different places with different issues, and they're trying to boil it down to a very simple reason as if that's going to make it all right. And it's just not that simple. And the other point, too, regarding um, the entire election day that we just watched and what we saw here, where you had phantom Fugazi candidates running in one legislative district. You have these horrible attack ads on uh, Judge Carolyn Carluccio. Democrats play dirty. I mean, they play dirty, dirty politics. And I still think the Republicans play just a tad too nice. Oh, just a little bit too nice in a lot of these instances. They play a little too nice. And I got to wonder if uh, we're not up in our street game enough. That's one of the questions I have today. So again, if you go to the doctor and the doctor says you got you got a heart problem. Well, what, what is it about your lifestyle that's leading to this? Uh, are you doing your 10,000 steps a day? I would say, are the Republicans fighting back? Are they fighting enough? Are they fighters enough? Or are they, are they too busy playing defense all the time? If you go to the doctor and the doctor says you got a bad ticker and says, what's your cholesterol? And you know, you say, well, my cholesterol is 380. And the doctor says, well, we got to do something about that. In this case, I'd say, all right, the disease is, we know the problem. The problem is Republicans aren't turning out to vote. I mean, is it because people just don't care enough? Because it just doesn't seem to affect them. Maybe they don't think things can change. Maybe they're, 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 they're bummed out over the situation. I don't know. But we got to figure this stuff out before 2024, that's for sure. We can't equate the two because they're two different years. It's an off-year election. 
2024 is a national election, obviously. And people sometimes just don't pay attention to politics. I mean, the reality is that even in a presidential election year, if you get over 40% of the turnout in some places, that's huge. That's a big deal. So a lot of times, even in presidential elections, you have low turnout. But particularly more and more among Republicans on election day. And so that comes back to the question I asked earlier. As I'm trying to get all the information around the patient here, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm, I'm just wondering, why are we leaving things to chance on election day? That a meeting is going to run late, that there might be traffic, that somebody may have to go home and, and deal with the kids because the kids had a bad day at school or something, or it's cold out or it's raining out or they had to run an errand or whatever. Why are we leaving these things up to chance? A last minute business trip, somebody's in the hospital, whatever. Why are we not seizing what, is the system, this early voting system that we have. Why are we not seizing this more and owning this more? Because Democrats are. To me, as I sit here or stand here and look at this, I think it's pretty easy to understand. Democrats are kicking our you-know-what when it comes to early voting. They are kicking it when it comes to early voting. Bottom line. And for a lot of it, it may just be psychological. I voted in person yesterday. I hate mail-in voting. I don't like it. I did not put my ballot in a drop box. But I knew with 100% certainty I was going to vote because I don't miss elections. I don't think I ever have. Maybe I might have missed one or something, but I don't think I've ever. I can't remember the last time I, I didn't vote. But I'm, I'm kind of an outlier in that department, too. So maybe I'm actually talking about myself here because had I been just a few minutes late, uh, the polling place would have been closed. They would have been, they would have shut the doors at eight o'clock. I wouldn't have been allowed in eight Oh one. You know, I can't, I can't get in at that point. Or maybe if on the way home, Bridget had called me up and said, uh, Reagan just hit her head cause she's a monster and she runs into walls all the time. And I got to take her to urgent care. You need to get back here now. And I would have said, all right, and I'm, I'm not voting. See what I mean? I hate mail-in voting. I don't like it. I don't believe in it. I believe philosophically you should have to go to a polling place and vote in person. That is a belief that I have in my heart. But maybe I have to get over that belief. Maybe I have to accept the reality, too. And maybe you do as well. Maybe we do as Republicans, as conservatives, as libertarians. Maybe we just have to suck it up and finally just get over it. And it's like the ex-girlfriend or the ex-boyfriend who just you can't you, know, you keep pining over them. But eventually you got to move on with your life. Maybe at some point we just have to move on. We can't keep pining for the good old days of in-person voting anymore oh i remember when we'd all have to wait in line to vote everybody have to be there if you weren't there and you didn't have a good excuse you didn't vote that day seems like an ancient memory now but i'm the first to admit i'm guilty of this i don't like voting by mail i don't like the idea of putting my ballot into a box that is unsupervised there's only a camera on it i don't like it i don't like people knowing who i voted for i don't want some some person in the board of elections reading it I, I don't like it. I'm part of the problem. So I'm part of the problem. That I'm, as I'm diagnosing this here, I'm part of the issue. It'd be like now the doctor turns to me and says, well, all right, you got heart issues. Are you walking 10,000 steps a day? No. Well, why don't you start there? I don't like it. I don't like walking 10,000 steps a day. It's a big pain. It takes a lot of time out of my day. I don't like doing it. Well, you better or you're going to die. So you turn to the Republican who says, I don't like voting by mail. I don't like voting by mail. I don't like voting by mail. I don't want to put my ballot in a drop box. I don't want to do these things. Well, you better or we're going to die on Election Day in 2024. Because the one thing I can guarantee you is as good as the Democrats pregame was in this election, it's going to be even better next year. The pregame in this election, pregaming typically would mean before you go to an event, you know, you have a, a beer or a glass of wine or something. Then you go to the event, you pregame, like tailgating. The tailgating before the game of Election Day, the Democrats tailgating game was on fire yesterday. It was spot on. They had it, they had it down to a science. And it's going to be even better in 2024. The pregame tailgating in 2024 is going to be even better. So I'm the first to say I hate mail-in bo- uh, voting. I hate it. I hate it. I'm the first to say I hate these drop boxes. And I'm the first to say I don't do any of those things, I go in person. And at the very same time, I'm saying all these things, I'm realizing as I'm saying all these things, this is the problem. Because we're giving people too many reasons to not vote and we need to make it easier. 
We need to take advantage of the fact that all we have to do is just stick a ballot in their hand and let it, let it, let it, let it go from there. That's it. That's what I got. What do you got? 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. But the one thing I do know is this was not about Donald Trump. This is not a national election. Trying to tie what happened to Ed Durr to Donald Trump is stupid. Tying to try, uh, tying to try what happened in the fourth legislative district to Trump is stupid. The same thing with Carolyn Carluccio. It's just it, you got to look at the candidates, not people who aren't on the ballot. But how big is the abortion issue going to be in 2024? And how do Republicans navigate that issue? How do they navigate that issue in a way that does not cost them the election? Because one thing I know is that the massive amount of money that was spent by these pro-abortion groups in 2023, triple that, quadruple that in 2024. No question about it. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Your calls on this. I want to hear from you. And I'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Horrible song. I hate it. What is it? I hate it. What is it? Terrible. Maybe if you gave it a chance and like listened to the lyrics. I don't like it. What is it? All right, who is Walk it? Walk on Water by 30 Seconds to Mom. All right, keep playing. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. I like it. Go ahead, keep going. Turn it up a little bit. Kind of angry. All right. All right. It's good. By the way, Henry, I gave you props to uh, the, the corporate overlord slash Darth Stalker slash... Executive producer of Kale & Company slash co-host of Kale & Company slash program director slash brand manager slash El Jefe. I mentioned the fact that the Daily Caller wrote a story about Alan Dershowitz trashing Barack Obama on the show, this show, yesterday. And I said, Henry did a great job maximizing it on social media. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Alan Dershowitz calls out Obama, calls Obama a villain over Israel. Hamas war comments said he'd never support him again. Daily Caller writing this. And they cite this show and they cite my tweet, which Henry posted yesterday, which has it's really cool because it's got the audio in it. And, and then if you watch it, you can see a picture of me and Dersh. <laughs> it, got, it has 14,000 views already. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. And now we'll get more since the Daily Caller picked it up. So that's good. And that's just Twitter, too. It's on Instagram as well. Well done. Well done. Uh, 855-839-1210. I will tell you this, though. In the 4th Legislative District of New Jersey, I'm going to take your calls in just a second, I promise. So just, just hang on for me one second. Let me just get through this. I, guess I'm, I like to look at data. I like to look at numbers. The phantom candidate in that race was a guy named Giuseppe Costanzo, <coughs> a Fugazi, a Fugazi candidate. Democrats orchestrated one of the greatest political tricks of all time. So this guy, Paul Moriarty, 
is a Democrat. He's now the senator-elect for this district. He won with 12,513 votes. Christopher Del Borello, who I had on the show, the Republican, lost to him. He had 12,460 votes. Now, Matt DeSantis, and sure, an elitist Harvard snob. Can you do the math for me real, real quick on that? Oh, you're screening calls. All right. 12,513 minus 12,460. So how many votes is that differential? 53, right? 50. What was the number? What was the numbers? Yeah. 12,513 minus 12,460. Okay, what do we got? 53. Yeah. 53 votes. Giuseppe Costanzo, the Fugazi candidate, received 893 votes. The people that voted for Giuseppe Costanzo were fooled into voting for somebody who was running as the real conservative in the race. And he doesn't exist. Now, if he was not in the race and those numbers had gone to Chris Del Borello, he'd be senator-elect today. So I wanna, I, I'm telling you this because I've been trying, and David Wildstein from NJ Globe, to his credit, was trying, and Matt Rooney from Save Jersey was trying. We have been trying to bring this... To everybody's attention, this phantom Fugazi candidate, this Giuseppe Costanzo, and this this guy took 893 votes away in an election that was decided by 53 votes. You see what I mean about Democrat dirty tricks? You see what I mean about not taking a single vote for granted? Now, how many more people could have voted by mail ahead of time that might have pushed Chris Del Borello over the top to offset? the votes taken away by this dirty, dirty trick played on us by the Democrats in this Giuseppe Costanzo? Great question. But don't deny Democrat dirty tricks for a second here, please. Because this race, Del Borello lost, not because of Trump, not because of abortion. Del Borello lost this race because the Democrats had a phantom candidate who took 893 votes away from him, which was 3.45%. The differential between the winner, the Democrat winner, and the Republican is statistically negligible. It's 53 votes. Uh, Lori's in Westchester. Lori, hi. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, that story, I'm... Um, um, my jaw is on the floor right now, that, that story that you were just talking about. Um, so the reason I was calling is just um, there was a woman who called in uh, probably about 30 minutes ago from Chester County talking about um, that nobody knocked on her door and, and nobody's doing anything. And I, um, I really beg to differ with that because uh, there's a lot of opportunities for people to get involved and volunteer. Like uh, my husband and I, we, you know, we were poll watchers these last two years. And, um, you know, it takes a lot to, to run and, and to, you know, produce the, the you know, the whole machine that, that runs. So I, I would just say to her, like, if, if, if you have something you know, some energy and you wanted to get involved, there's lots of different ways to do that. Uh, and, you know, the Republican committee would, would embrace that. Um, yeah, I just, uh, well, you, you know, it's you, want, you want people to get more, more involved as candidates, but what about getting more people involved as voters? How do we do that? that that's what I, Oh, um, I, I didn't necessarily mean as candidates. I guess I meant as like part of the um, like the volunteer situation. Um, like I said, like poll watching the committees. Um, we have uh, we have great committee members here, and and they've been working tirelessly for the last. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. They, they're they're working so hard, and that's why it's very frustrating if you've been involved in the process, if you've been a Republican county committee member or a volunteer in an election or something else. No question about it. So we got to get the people who are not engaged in politics, not involved in politics, don't care about politics, but are registered Republicans to turn out to vote. So we're less frustrated. Right, Lori? A hundred percent. And I feel like maybe we've been buffered from from all that um, for the I mean, we've been out here for 22 years. So uh, things were pretty good for a while. And um, I, I don't know, maybe they have to get even worse now. So we'll see. Um 
Lori, thank you. But, I appreciate your efforts, and thank you for being a poll watcher, too. It's oh, important. Thank you so much for your that. show. I always learn so much. It's awesome to oh. listen to. So thanks a lot. Thanks, Lori. Yeah, poll watchers are very important. You got to have those. It's critical. So I appreciate Lori volunteering her time in that matter. It is a volunteer job, obviously. Melissa's in Medford. Hey, Melissa, how are you? Hey, Rich. Good. How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I was saying, every time I go to vote, I'm in my 50s, I'm like, why am I even bothering? I mean, I really feel I don't trust the other party, the Democrats. Um, but what I don't understand is, like, people in other countries will go and they'll walk a distance, they'll put their lives on the line to vote. I do not understand why we cannot have a federal holiday where at least you open up the day for people to vote. But I think people are complacent. And that's that's the sense I get, that people are just kind of fed up. Why bother? I don't think it has anything to do with Trump at all. Um, I think people are fed up with the process. I am. But because of my age, I know the importance and, you know, my little vote could make a difference. But um, it's very disheartening. And then when I hear that story, what you just said about, you know, the fake uh, person, I'm like, there it goes. There we go again. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Um, it's hard, I think, to get people. I know my, my girls, which are younger, at, you know, they're at that mindset, why bother, why bother? But um, it's so important. It, it, I really think we need to put more emphasis on it. And having, having a day where everyone could just go, I mean, they have teacher conventions on Thursday and Friday, take one of those away. But make that day a special day for all of us to see the importance of casting that vote. That's my thought. It's interesting. You know, we used to say we didn't want that to be a day like that because we felt like Democrats would have an advantage and would be. uh, But I think there are so many Democrats now that don't work. Quite frankly, Democrat voters that don't work because they (laughs) I mean, it. they take checks and and benefits and they don't work anyway or people are working from home. So why the hell not? At this point, yeah, I mean, the Republicans right. are the ones going to actually work. They're the ones going to work. Yeah. So it probably would help. Well, and I think it makes a statement. This is a really important you know, thing that our country does, and we should support it and, you know, focus on it. But what about the mail-in val- balloting? What about the early voting? Uh, what, how do we get I, that game down? <laughs> I, I think it's just training, because I'm the same way as you. I do not like online voting. Um, I don't trust it, putting my ballot in a box. I don't trust. Like, I went to the place, and I pushed the buttons. But maybe I'm old school, but it's like learning a new phone. Maybe you just you have to be retrained. And it's that constant getting that that information out there um, to let us know this is uh, it's going to you know, it's going to be it's going to work. It's going to I can't think of the words, but that'll be safe primarily. Um, It's just it's retraining people. I think people that are my age and older because, you know, I like pushing the button. I feel like there it's going to work and and it's going to go through and my vote's going to count so i I think it's just mindset you know i think you're right about that melissa uh, thank you for the call have a great day i appreciate it uh 855-839-1210 i think she's right about the mindset i remember the first time i was a kid my parents took me in, in to vote for ronald reagan and i still remember pulling the lever it was great great feeling but it's kind of like using a rotary phone at this point maybe we have to just adapt the new technology and the new ways of doing things. Adapt or die, as they say. Uh, Mike's in South Jersey. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. So the first thing is, I, I don't know how the Republican Party of New Jersey could allow a fake candidate to be on that long. And I'd love to know the legal, like how a judge could not put a, a stay on an, an upcoming election because we know there to be a fake candidate. I know it was late. But the fact that it got to that late and it, it wasn't found out, I'm amazed that the Republicans weren't able to step that out sooner. But I also wanted to share a story. I think we have to talk to people close to us because my mother-in-law, who's close to being 70, and these type of people, I think, engage with media a lot differently. Knowing her, she, she watches the 6 o'clock news, and that's it. And her exact words were, I would never vote for a man that would speak like that about a woman. And I heard my wife respond to her by saying, well, you should care more about what they're doing in your schools for your grandchildren. And the disconnect between, I think, some people that are close to us who might have been old JFK Democrats, Catholic in this area, 
don't fully understand the difference of how the party, the D's have changed since that time period. And having those conversations, I think, are important. Um, so I, I, I first, you know, how does the Republican Party allow that to happen? Having these conversations and then simply put with the, the mail-in ballots, like you said, it's a simple math problem. If, you know, I, I, I always look at turnout and I can tell right away, just like you said, oh, we're, we're going to lose. If you can get 10 percent of that of that leftover population that didn't come out to send in a mail-in ballot, we win. So, like, I don't understand this pause. Like, you're saying I don't want to play by the rules, even though they're the rules, because I want to just hold on to how I've always done it. So I think there's some things we need to address here. Like, how did the Republican Party in New Jersey allow this to happen? I mean, how is this not stealing an election? I I don't – at its base root, that's what that is. How is there no judge that after we find out says all of those votes of that person need to be invalidated because they broke the law and we have to have a new election? It was a rigged election. We, we know I, that. It, no question. It was an absolutely rigged election. And we have to pursue whatever legal courses are available. And, and what happened in that district with this this uh, this Fugazi candidate here getting all those votes out. But at the same time it happened, the Republican turnout was so low in that district. And that's the other problem that I have. It, w- w- the guy, you know what I mean? Like, even if the phantom candidate had been completely out of it and the Republican had won, he still would not have trounced the Democrat in a year that I think he should have because he was all the, all the issues were in his favor. So we we got to get Republicans out. So I think we're agreeing, Mike. I think we're agreeing on all these things. And I, I appreciate your observations. And thank you for the call. Uh, Dave is in New Jersey. Dave, how are you? Rich, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Uh, Just want to add a point to your question. Uh, I can only speak for myself here, but after the the presidential election last year and Atlanta, not Atlanta, I'm sorry, Arizona and Georgia, if memory serves, Republicans were winning that when they closed up the polls at midnight. You go to bed, you wake up, and in all three cases – they lost by morning because the mail-in ballots had to be counted. Now, how does this not compromise the integrity of an election? If you know the number to beat and you know you have these tangible paper ballots, the only question is, can they be duplicated? Can they be forged? Can you sign your dead grandmother, your dog's name to it and send them in to have them counted? Can they be harvested? Because if that's the case, that compromises the integrity of the election. So at that point, I think a lot of people just realized they got away with it three times. Why would they not do it again? So basically, you're casting a ballot for, for nothing. You go, you know you're going to lose. It's rigged. But if you go into it with that mindset, then you then, then we're definitely going to lose. You know what I mean? If you go in, if you go into it with the mindset of it's rigged, we're we're 100% going to lose. That's the other problem. So have we won since then? In, in some places we've won. I mean, yes, we haven't had we haven't had. Uh, think about it, though, I, it, in in terms of the presidency hasn't happened yet. Obviously, statewide elections, we've had John Fetterman and the governor of Pennsylvania won. I don't think anyone thought there was cheating in those elections. I don't think there were any allegations of that. So I, I, I you know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't think you can say that, that Fetterman and Shapiro won because of cheating. I don't think there's been a, any real accusations of that. I know about Kerry Lake. I mean, that's, that's a different story, obviously, but just in our region, at least. But what the Democrats did in Legislative District 4 is 100% cheating. That's absolutely cheating. They, they had a, f- a fake candidate running, and they took votes away from the Republican. That was their strategy. That's well, what they did, yeah. and, they, and they won. Yeah. They found a new way to do it, but the, again, that just discourages Republicans saying... You know, we're, we're going into this knowing they are not playing straight. They got an ace up their sleeve. They got something going on. So do you think people so, are staying home? So, Dave, let me ask you this. Do you honestly, and I mean this, I'm, I'm genuinely asking this question. I'm not I'm not trying to be com- uh, confrontational in any way, shape, or form. Do you think people are just staying home because they think the system is rigged? Yes, that's exactly okay. what I'm saying. All right, look, I'm not going to just discount that because if that's, if that's a thing, it's a problem and we got to address it. Dave, thank you, buddy. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, excellent thoughts today from everyone. Really, this is really good. Carl's in Bucks County. Carl, go ahead. 
Rich, that story you just told about the Fugazi, I feel like I spilled dry cereal on the floor and my kid came along and spilled a gallon of milk on it. It just yeah. makes everything worse. Yeah. Okay. The people that go and they do their duty at the polls by voting in person like you and me, we're not the problem. The problem are those registered Republicans who have the option of either going in person or voting by mail and don't do either. And so here's what I think. The Republican Party of the national or state, every permutation thereof, has my email address. I know because I've been getting emails from them since forever. There's every, every carrier and every retailer in this country has a way of telling you when you order something or receive something, it's been shipped, it's been out for delivery, and it's delivered. So why can't the party, I don't know where they're spending their money in Jersey and Pennsylvania, why can't the party, A, take the list of registered Republicans, B, distribute a mail-in ballot to each and every swing in one of them, C, confirm that it was delivered, D, notify you by email that they know that it was delivered, and then... Hope that you'll do your duty. At mm -hmm. least I'm on the spot then. At least I know that somebody knows whether or not I vote. Just a thought. It's a great point. It's an excellent point. I, I agree. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 110%, if that's possible. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm an in-person voter. I always will be. But the fact that people have an option and they don't take advantage of it is just, is just sinful. Anyway. Carl, thank you. I'll get off my soapbox. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. Um, so Johnny Cook asked a great question on Twitter, and, and it's, it's a legit question. It's not, again, I don't want to dismiss anything when you're trying to diagnose a patient here. He said, um, can you trust the United States Postal Service workers that they won't discard ballots in red districts? Do you trust the postal unions to not misplace ballots in red precincts? Johnny, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust the machines. I don't trust the, the, the mail. I don't trust the damn thing. I don't trust anything besides a physical piece of paper that I vote with that, and I get a receipt and that's it. But what am I going to do? I don't, do I trust the mail any less than I trust these machines? I don't know. It's honestly, I mean, I have no idea. I really don't. It's a good question. Do I trust the guy who's delivering my mail more than I trust a, a machine that could be manipulated and updated as well? But I, but I will tell you this, and this is, this is an excellent point that I just got from somebody, and it backs up what my last caller just said about getting ballots in people's hands. So my buddy Steve Packeraduni, who's a great guy, and he was working, I mean, he has worked his ass off in Gloucester County since the entire start of this whole thing. And he said in his district in Washington Township, he had 37 Republicans that had a vote-by-mail ballot as of yesterday only four did not return their ballot. And he physically called or texted them every day until they returned their ballot. The Democrats do exactly the same with three times the number of vote-by-mail ballots. About 21% of Republicans in his district voted in person on Election Day. 21%. That's it. You know, I was talking to a, to a friend of mine recently. She was working on a school board election campaign, and I kept saying to her, Get ballots in people's hands. Get ballots in people's hands. And she's a brilliant woman, and she didn't really know what I was saying. And I, she said, but yeah, but you got to go out. You got to fill out an application. You got to do a mail-in ballot application. You got to get the ballot. Then you got to return it. That's what the Democrats are literally doing. They are doing all of the, the legwork for, for you as a Democrat voter, and all you got to do is just sign. That's what they're doing. They are, they, are, they are taking care of everything for you. It's a concierge service. It's a concierge service where they'll take care of every aspect of that to ensure that that ballot is counted on Election Day. They are so damn good at it. So do I trust the mail? No. Do I trust machines? No. Do I trust drop boxes? No. Do I want to win? Yes. I don't know what else to say. People are not getting out of their cars and going into voting places anymore. And I don't think it's because of Trump, and I don't think it's because of abortion. I don't think the reason why only 21% of Republicans in his district came out was because of Trump. I don't think it was because of abortion. We can sit here and talk about these big, big idea things all across the way about these issues, but why didn't more people who are Republicans get out of the car and go vote in person yesterday? 
Why didn't they do that? You think a guy's driving home from work is a Republican? He's sick and tired of paying high taxes. He's angry about Joe Biden's America, but he wants to send Trump a message by not voting in yesterday's off ballot off year election in New Jersey. No, I think he just doesn't have a stake in it. Doesn't feel a stake in the issue. Doesn't know the candidates. Maybe. I don't know. These guys all worked hard. I'm not knocking any of them. Ed Dirt knocked on like 10,000 doors. But I think to just try to look at it from this big idea, you know, people say, I got this annoying text from somebody today. This shows us Trump can't win in 2024. It has nothing to do with 2024. What it shows us is no one wins who is a Republican in 2024. No one. I don't care who that candidate is. If we don't get this mail-in ballot game down. If we don't get this game down, if we do not own this the way they do, we're done. That's it. I don't care who the candidate is. Somebody was going on to, uh, with me today about how only Nikki Haley can win because of the abortion issue. I said, stop. Just stop. 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 Nobody wins. It doesn't matter who the candidate is because it's not about abortion. It's about getting people to the polls. And the ones who are motivated by abortion all voted yesterday. That's the difference. It's not abortion. It's the fact that abortion voters, the voters who were primed on that issue, either for or against, they all voted. It's about turnout, not the issue. I can't say that enough. About 10% of the electorate factors abortion in as their main concern in an election. But 100% of the people who turned out on a referendum on an abortion question, obviously, that is a motivating issue for them. The reason why Judge Carolyn Carluccio lost is because the Democrats motivated all the people who vote on abortion, on the quote-unquote abortion rights issue. They all turned out to vote yesterday. They turned out. Turnout is the issue. That's what I'm saying here. It's not, Republicans don't have to sound like moderate pro-choice weenies to win. They just have to get their people out because the Democrats are getting their people out. That's what we're seeing here. Oh, and also they're running fake candidates who are taking votes from Republicans. Uh, 855-839-1210. I'll get more on this. I have to take a quick break, but I, but stay there. I want to take your calls. I want to take your thoughts. Today's a day for you to weigh in. So we're going to be a very phone call heavy show today, and I'll do my best to also read tweets. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli if you would like to weigh in today. I do want to let you know, though, holidays are right around the corner. So if you're ready to lose some weight to keep it off, the real kind of weight loss that you have been hoping for, 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds with NJ Diet. NJDiet.com. That's what you do. NJDiet.com. I'm telling you, it works because it's based on your body chemistry. There's no shots, no hormones, no surgery. No prepackaged foods, none of that stuff. It's just real weight loss designed for you. And I'll tell you something else, too. It, there's a location nearby, and you got the doctor's personal email and the doctor's personal phone number, so they're there for you every step of the way. Every step of the way. You can even go online right now to njdiet.com, and this is guaranteed, contractually guaranteed. So by the time the holidays are here and everybody's bulking up, you're going to look and feel great guaranteed in 40 days, 20 to 40 plus pounds. Just go to njdiet.com or 855-5NJ-DIET, njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All right, 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Your thoughts on the election yesterday. Lauren is in Cumberland County. Lauren, hello. Oh, hi, Rich. Hi, Rich. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, you were talking about um, having to do a mail-in, and you don't have to do a mail-in. We do have early voting. And uh, the, yes, true. they're just not letting people know. True. Um, That's an excellent point. You know what? Early. You're so right. You're so right. I, I, I Shame on me for not mentioning that as well. We had a week of early voting, a week of in-person early voting, and never occurred to me to vote early. Never occurred to me because I like voting on Election Day. And how many other I'm people we could have gotten to the polls earlier to vote in person? Okay, you don't want to do mail ballot? You don't want to do drop box? Then I'll pick you up at 4 o'clock. I'll drive you over to the polling I'll meet you there after work and, and make sure you go in there and vote. We had a whole week to do that. You're right. 
We we do, and and I I get frustrated because I think that um, we we have to let people know the importance of the legislature because they determine how we vote. They make all the rules for that. Yeah. But we live in the world, and, the real world, right, Lauren? And to your point, we have three ways to get people to vote before the election day even happens. By mail, mm-hmm. Dropbox, or in-person early voting. And Lauren, I'm so glad you reminded me of that fact, because I have not mentioned it up until now. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you You're for welcome. that. You have a great You're day. You're welcome. You're welcome. She's right. We, and the, and the, so again, I, this is why I get frustrated. You know, I get frustrated and I start yelling. My Italian gets up. My testosterone goes crazy. But... Don't tell me abortion is the issue. No, abortion voters are the issue. They all turned up to vote. Every single voter who their first thing in mind that's top of mind to them is abortion rights. I'm using that in air quotes because that's how they use it. They they all voted. They all voted. It's not the issue. It's the voters. That's the issue. That's the deal. I'll give you uh, in 1993. Gun voters showed up and showed Jim Florio the door. The gun owners showed up. Florio free in 93. Remember that saying if you're a Jerseyan or Jerseyite, whatever the hell we are? Yeah, that was the gun people behind that. The abortion people showed up. It's not that the issue is a killer. It's that, I mean, it is obviously no pun intended, but it's just that the voters who are motivated by that, they all show up on Election Day or, or three weeks before Election Day. They put the ballot in the mailbox, whatever it is. All right, I got to take a quick break. Quick break, coming right back. Your calls, 855-839-1210. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.